one, two, three. That was so funny to watch. That doesn't work. That's not going to work. I'm glad it happened, though. I'm really glad it happened. Well, if you can't tell, listeners, we have uh, a very special guest with us today. We have the marvelous Anne Richmond from Hot Singer Games with us. Um, Anne has, uh, we, we've done this once before with the with the Lost Mountain Saga. Uh, what was that? It feels like years ago. feels like such a, <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> but it was like nine months or something. I like, guess, I guess was it, it really? wasn't too long ago, but I do feel like it was... So we started releasing episodes in October of, God, was it last year? The year before? What is time? I don't yeah, know. I know. We right? talked a long time yeah. ago in a galaxy far, far away, and it was about <laughs> the Lost Mountain Saga, uh, which has a whole season of content that you can listen to. Uh, it's a Nordic yes. horror podcast, yes. role-playing game podcast using the Bassin system from a Free League Publishing. Uh, and it's then so good. It's so this, good. Oh, it's I'm so, so glad you like it. I, I really loved the story, and I like having... You know, I think it's like 17 episodes total and each one is about like an hour long. Um, right. And I like having like a 17 episode show that I can be like, here is something I did. It is done. And it's and done. And I love it, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was yeah. a great, great show. Uh, and now we're doing season two with all new characters, all new mistakes coming <laughs> soon. Like within the next couple <laughs> Uh, we we wow we really kick it off with some bold decision making. Uh, so I'm cow. super excited for people to hear the the new Lost Mountain Saga characters and Ellie is back in I mean rare form uh, but full <laughs> force uh, with just animals that die like at an alarming rate. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing. I remember seeing online that you had just said you all kind of released it at the same time. Sydney, um, Ellie, and you were saying um, just had like some of the best sessions of my life. Um, was that with Lost Mountain while you were yes, recording those? We were. I, I hope it was because that's what I was. Talking <laughs> that's about. what I was playing. That's the rule set I was. Yeah, rolling. we had we had some really uh, wild episodes on kind of our second uh, adventure within. So we've done like two mysteries or what they're called. So yeah, two, like, quests. Right. Uh, and on our second one, I just I loved it. Um, I loved what Ellie did with it. She adapted a Delta Green um, <gasps> adventure. Uh, for the for the Vassin setting, and it was it was super scary, and I just I'm I don't want to say too much about my character because I don't want to spoil things, but I got to lean into some of my Shakespearean roots uh, and really dive in, and Ellie was very supportive, and it was uh, I don't know maybe people will hate it, but I thought it was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, I don't know if you're allowed to to share. Has the has the official release date been announced for season two? Yet? You know, we, I believe, like in the next couple of months. It's God. It's the end of April right now, and I think the plan had been by the end of May, but I can't confirm. Unconfirmed end of May release. Right. But right. I think the the biggest thing is that scheduling wise, we just try to get really ahead of the release schedule so that we know we right. can just release every every week. So. Follow up with uh, the Lost Mountain on Twitter and everywhere podcasts are <laughs> made. Where you get your podcasts? <laughs> 
Everywhere your yeah. ear holes exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are, we're getting into uh, a, a unique time of year, a, a convention season, if you will, and especially coming off the heels of uh, <laughs> would you say the, the paninas? <laughs> uh, we we definitely are. Uh, we're we're excited to to see so many people kind of being able to come back. Obviously, lots of good safety precautions are being put in place. Um, but for those who are going to be be attending, we we are um, we're all going to our first Gen Con this year, uh, and uh, it's it seems it seems crazy because we we have I don't think any of us, and now that we're all here, I don't think any of us have been to a convention before, and it feels like we may be jumping into the deep end of the pool here. Um, so we we not only did we see we've seen that you have attended conventions in the past and uh, have a few planned this summer as well. Mm -hmm. um, can we ask you some questions on how to survive conventions? Yeah, yeah, I would love to. Jesus. And like my my experience ranges from working shows to attending shows to cosplay. So I've I've covered a lot uh, of ground. So I would love to make you guys as comfortable and prepared as I possibly can. That is rad. That's fantastic. <laughs> we are. Uh, well, first off, I did want to confirm just just over. I don't you know. You no, know, it's cool. It's cool to share this stuff. Yeah. Are you coming to Gen Con this year? No, not what? that I know of. So I, I so I haven't been to Gen Con since I didn't go last year. And right. uh, during the Paninis, obviously, there was no Gen Con. Uh, right. But I, I had wanted to go. I thought maybe I was going to go with Ellie, but then it just it just didn't kind of work out. And I am going to Star Wars Celebration with my dad and the Galactic Star Cruiser in September. So it's just a very Star Wars focused year for me. Right. Uh, and those things are going to bleed me dry of any money I ever thought I had. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, so unfortunately I won't be there. I think my, my partner might be going. Um, it's so funny because I was doing social media for Eldritch Foundry and then uh, I got my partner the job that I had there when I was like, I don't have time oh. for this in my docket anymore. And so my partner started doing, <laughs> doing Eldritch Foundry social and then they were like, do you want to go to Gen Con? And I was like, fuck me, you <laughs> uh, <but laughs> so, oh, wait, we're no. gonna pay for you to go this yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Dude. They were That's like, so "We need to send somebody," and I was like, uh, "Have fun." <laughs> yeah, piece Fine. of shit. Yeah, no, but I'm I'm super happy for him, and I, and honestly, like I'm. I'm leaving him with our dog for like over a week when I go out to LA for all this oh, Star Wars yeah. stuff. So, um, so it, it's only fair that he gets to have some fun too. Right. Yeah. Nothing like shoving all the responsibilities on the SO. Like I yeah. do that often. <laughs> I am out of here. I got I got things to do on the weekend, ma'am. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you got the kids. Bye bye. Bye. Uh, so yes, absolutely. They they absolutely deserve their their time yeah. to have fun as well. Yeah. Um, well, but you okay. guys, so it's your first it's your first time going. Do you know yeah. where you're yeah. staying? Not that you would release that <gasps> here, but broadcast the address. Docs room number. Um <laughs> come on by whenever. Yeah, come visit. Uh, it's like Michael Scott when he does the mm -hmm. paper convention and he like has the party in his room and you guys are like, it's, it's always happening here. That's uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a come and go party. Just whenever. Yeah, yeah. 
No, no. Um, but so you guys, did you guys get a hotel or an Airbnb? Like, how did you? Because that will make a difference to your morning usually. Yes, we we have secured an Airbnb. It's crazy. Nice. I went back like a uh, you know at a different time of year because I was trying to find the place that we got, but I know that it was booked. So we had booked it, so I was just looking for another date. And there is a like it is like double the cost of what it is a different time of year. Yeah. Like they know exactly what they're doing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we found a place. We it's it's got enough space for all of us because we're just gonna be lugging in gear. But yes, Airbnb about seven seven or eight blocks away from from if yeah. I can read a map properly. <laughs> so I yeah I think that's there's so much um I think foot traffic at Gen Con is really unique in that it feels like everybody just sort of descends upon downtown Indianapolis. It feels very similar for anybody out there who has been to um, PAX Unplugged, how everybody sort of descends upon uh, downtown Philly. Uh, right. it's, it's just kind of like all of the all of the restaurants know there's themed beverages at bars like there's everybody is participating in Gen Con, even if you're not in the building. So it definitely feels fun to walk around. And for that reason, I think it's kind of different than, let's say, like at PAX East walking around. You see other people who are at the show, but like P.F. Chang's is just P.F. Chang's. <laughs> like right. it's not, they're not right. like here's your here's your cool gamer chang uh <laughs> event like <laughs> i don't know like they're not they're not doing anything exciting but i feel like a lot of the um restaurants and things and like local game shops and stuff participate in sort of celebrating that gen con exists so having a little bit of a walk is to an extent fun because there's an atmosphere that extends like a like a, an aura, if you will, a paladin's aura around the convention center. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. Okay. I wondered, I wondered if, and I feel like, you know, when you're in the heart of a, a city, there's more flexibility to do that. Like you said, with mm-hmm. like P.F. Chang's, you know, I don't know if McDonald's is going to give us a, a cool dragon ale. Um, but uh, no, that's awesome. But I so, wish they would. Would you? <laughs> McDonald's, you hear us? You yeah. hear us down here? Um, we would pay for it. We would do it. We do it. Yeah, we would uh, do it. Would you say? Would you say it's best to go out and just like eat out every meal and just like take it all in, kind of thing? Or do people like? Is it halfsies? You know, do people like pack in snackies and stuff for the day? I think there is a budget that works for everybody. But if you guys are looking to invest in the experience, right? Which, uh, on some level, everyone is at Gen Con. But yeah, I mean, I would say that there you should look up like restaurant, like best restaurants, see if they have a Gen Con specific menu or Gen Con drink items or if there are any particular after parties or things like that. That was something about uh, conventions that I didn't realize was a thing when I first started attending is that like different like gaming companies will host like a cool night at a specific bar or a cosplayer, a group of cosplayers might do it. Or like when I go to Star Wars Celebration, there are a bunch of podcasters who will like get together and have like a Moss Eisley bash or something like that. So Whoa, it really, sick. really depends. I know there was one year um, in Chicago at first celebration when they had like a Canto Bite themed evening uh, where everybody got super dressed up like rich gambler characters from <laughs> Star Wars. Uh, but yeah, so there, there are definitely things like that at uh, that the different companies or different uh, different individuals will put on at Gen Con. So making yourself aware of that is you don't want to miss out on cool evening activities. 
are there like signups or how do we how do we locate these cool things is it like calling so, around or so hearsay? a lot of it is word of mouth or yeah. just looking on Facebook and seeing what's being advertised to you or going on Twitter and looking at like hashtag Gen Con or things like that. Um, but for the first, the first thing that you should do is look at like all the panels and everything, everyone that's presenting and then go and see if there are any companies that are in attendance or like cool games that you really like, uh, go make sure you're following them on Twitter and see, or just look at their feed and see if they've announced anything. Most of the time parties are going to have some sort of sign up. Um, and they might even have like a door charge of $15 at times, um, depending on what's in there. And you might have cool, like entry to a cool giveaway if you buy a ticket or, um, the ability uh, some of the some of them are like for charitable events and things like that so it just de it just depends but yeah you gotta keep a keep a weather eye weather eye wary eye mm, i've heard it both ways weathered eye i think is right. <laughs> 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 no that's yeah. okay very cool yeah so those are those are things but you, i mean start out with what's what's offered by gen con and they usually have you know a community manager who's posting out you know all the things that are going to be happening and once you know sort of i like to focus on the show itself because that's what i'm paying for it i know that the most attention to detail is being paid at the show by the people who run the show and i've been disappointed by after parties before so focus on what's on offer and then expand from there and only fit in things because you won't be able to do everything right so you got to make sure right. you leave enough time to eat out at least one night just to like you know relax your brain at least for me i like to do that uh because i i get over taxed by group large groups of people especially these post paninas days um, <laughs> and uh that's my autobiography and richmond the post paninas, post -paninas. Days. <laughs> um anything pre paninas it's not in the book uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I definitely recommend, um, looking at the, at the schedule and figuring out what your must have must go to items. Like I know you guys play Starfinder, so look for panels, look for, you know, right. different play events that you want to be a part of and then build everything around those things to support having the most fun at the times that, you know are going to be the most formative for you so like for for me in the past there have been critical role live shows so everything was how do Ooh. i build a cool experience that leads up to how do i dm my own gen con experience we just did it yeah <laughs> you just made it yeah uh, i did it you're welcome internet yeah <laughs> so so yeah there's lots of there's lots of of uh uh, panels. There's lots of it's on. Yeah, lots of live shows. Mm -hmm. um, and then you had mentioned uh, play. I know play is obviously a very large piece yeah. of of convention. Um, do you? Is it? Is it? How much should you play? Does that make sense? Is that is that is that a good I do, question? I think it depends. Like everybody's going for different reasons. Like some people, there are shows that I go to because I want to stand in a hallway with my friends and look awesome in our like group cosplay effort, right? Or right. there are shows that I go to because um, I want to try and play as many board games or new RPGs as I can get my hands on. Um, so it you just need to prioritize in your mind like what the show is for you or what each day is going to be for you. But there are so many cool opportunities at conventions um, 
to try something new. Like if you've never done a LARP before and you want to try one, there are opportunities to do that with people who know what they're doing. And you know that you also know it's a limited time commitment. So you're not getting yourself revved up for something <laughs> that's going to take a million years and a lot of prep. You can just kind of go and experience it and see if it was if it was cool, if it felt good. Um, and you want to do more of it when you go home. And I think for me, that's the best use of cons is like, I know I like D&D, so if there's a cool D&D or Starfinder thing that I really want to experience, then I'll find a way to do that. But I'm usually looking, this is my like kind of potpourri experience where I want to find, you know, if for, for me, my white whale is I've never played Vampire the Masquerade and I really mm -hmm. want to, and I really want to play Changeling. So my next con probably will be making sure I get to do some of that because um, it's right. the easiest nice. way to find somebody else who knows what they're doing who isn't me. Uh, and will guide me as a young Padawan into the new <laughs> terrifying waters of a new RPG. I love it. I want to LARP really yeah. bad. That's like a bucket list thing. That's uh... me too. I actually oh, do kind of want to do that. That was like the sweetest thing. I want to <laughs> yeah. LARP really bad, guys. <laughs> really bad. It's someone go LARP. To me, in my mind, LARPing is like one of those, it's like a full on commitment. It's like Warhammer 40K. Like you got to find a community, you got to like mm -hmm. have the money and you just like got to go all in. But the fact that I could go to a con and like try it, like dip my toe in that, that's really appealing to me. So totally, totally. And I, I recommend that you do. It can be really intimidating because there are going to be people who show up to those things the same way that you do to a Paizo event. And you're like, oh, I know how to play Starfinder. Here's my cool ass character. And, you know, I've been <laughs> doing organized play forever. Uh, so there will be those people. Just don't let them. I, I love how I'm like speaking to a room of men and I'm like, don't let them bully you out of the space, guys. Um, but <laughs> Dude, that's so no, true. That's oh, oh, my God. We didn't hear that. We didn't hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just a small town boy. I yeah. get bullied really easily. My ego is hurt. 100%. And it's, it's also like hard to see people who are super into something and you're like, oh, I'm not going to be that, that cool ever, you know, and then just feel like, it's mm -hmm. not the place for you. It absolutely is. This is especially the time to dip your toe. Mm -hmm. And they want that. That's why conventions exist. They want your toes. They yeah. want them. They want your toes. Yeah, you heard it here first. Bring me your toes. <laughs> Friends, That's gamers, lend me your toes. Lend me your toes. Oh my <laughs> Come dip your toes. God, I'm I can never hold political toes. office. Um. That's right. That's what this is for. Welcome to the team. We'll all run on the same ballot. Yes, it's true. <laughs> so what are you guys most scared for? Like, what are you what what is intimidating? Like, aside from everything, like for each of you, what is the most intimidating thing about going to a con for the first time? I think for, for me, it's just like the sheer volume of things there is to do, like because I've, mm -hmm. I've just never been to a con before. I don't really know what I'm looking to do. Like Zach was just and, and Chance were like, we really want to go to Gen Con. And I was like, yes, I, I would love to go to Gen Con. That would be super fun. And then that was kind of it. It was like, in my oh, head, no, it was always like, <laughs> you know, once, you know, once we go to Gen Con, you know, it's all going to just make sense. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, we've got this magical like yellow brick road laid out for us of all the things we're going to do at Gen Con. It's going to be a magical experience. It's like going to Disney and having a tour guide. And I know that's like not what's going to happen, but in my head, I was like, oh yeah, we'll just go to Gen Con and like, it'll just be a thing. It'll, it'll, no matter it'll be fine, what you so. do, you're going to, if you, if you can keep the, the beasts of FOMO out of your mind, you will have a great time um, and keep your expectations like chill and low. 
uh, because the times that I'm always the most stressed are when I'm like, but I wanted to build a lightsaber like and I didn't right. get to do it. Uh, so don't stress it. Like, look at what's there. But also for you guys, it's your first time. And I know for me, yeah. it was like just overwhelming being in the mm -hmm. environment itself uh, for the first yes. time. When I, I think like a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, I went to New York Comic Con for the first time. And Amazing. I rolled up and it was huge and intimidating. And I don't think I was in a costume at least for my first time there, but I remember just like, I was calling anyone I knew who was there. I was like, where are you? Help, I'm Help dying. <laughs> uh, and I, I found my friend who's like, why, what's the matter? And I realized I was just super overwhelmed. And what made the most sense for me was just walking the show floor, going aisle by aisle. And like, if something caught my eye, going over and looking at it. And I know that sounds like, yeah, well, duh, and that's what a convention is. But leave yourself the time so you're not so heavily scheduled that you just feel like there's a million things around you you're missing. Um, right. You know, pick like one or two things that you want to try. Make sure you account for the fact that people love a line and will get there early for anything and you might not get to do everything that you wanted to do. Uh, but yeah. I, th I think that's the best for for you, Ronnie. That this is my <laughs> gift of advice unto you, um, Jackson. What are what are you afraid of? Um, I'm I'm afraid of <laughs> the giant <laughs> the giant massive crowd. I just yeah. imagine this amalgam yeah. of people, and my yeah. poor little introverted soul is is scared. Are there little safe havens? So well, introvert safe havens closet. Absolutely. <laughs> if you go into the tabletop free play area, um, there will be just like lots of tables that have no one sitting at them. And you can just sit down for a while and like pull out a new board game you bought and pop out the tokens and everything or get like a drink and sit down and, you know, scroll on your phone, like whatever you need to do to untap yourself. And also go outside. There are a bunch of like food trucks and stuff like that. Just walk around the block a little bit, like go find find a place. There are a million also hotels that are attached and they'll have like lounges and bar areas. Mm -hmm. So there will always be somewhere that you can go to. Um, like the vibes will always be there, but if you don't want to be in a crush of people, there are ways to escape that. And I will say that that is not always the case, but I have found it to be the case at every PAX and every Gen Con that there are always places to go and sit because you need tables to play board games. You heard it here first. Uh, deep insights. Uh, the convention line. This is yeah. what professionalism looks like, folks. Yeah. The face. Um, I'm definitely cosplaying if anybody wants to join yeah. me. Ooh. What are you cosplaying? Help. I'll probably I'm cosplay dying. as Calary one of the days. Um, <gasps> it's Jude. That's hey, hey, I'm, I'm, amazing. I'm working on, hey dude, I'm working on the I'm bot. I'm so sorry. Dude, I'm, 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 <laughs> working on, I'm, I'm me too. I'm like, I'm doing this running thing. I have, I have some cosplay tips for you. But I'll probably uh, I'll probably dress up as like I don't know like a Konoha ninja yeah. one day or something like that because Naruto oh, yeah. is my life. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. So the the big thing that you need to keep in mind for that is if you're gonna wear any type of uncomfortable anything, which is any costume or any just like right. hat or whatever, is give yourself a way to get rid of it. So if where if you've never worn a costume to a convention and been like locked into that decision. 
pick a day to wear it where you can go back and change or check a bag at bag check so that any point during the day you have a change of clothes if you're going to be staying there. Oh. Just get ahead of yourself um, and also look to see if there are any uh, like cosplay repair stations because sometimes conventions will offer that in case you need like some tape or some glue or some scissors or what have you. Or even a lot of times also because people get like headaches wearing wigs a lot. Uh, they'll have like yeah. aspirin or Tylenol, things like that. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. Chance, what's what are I your was thinking? I think I can't remember if Zach told me, but like, when does Gen Con ever stop at night, or does it do the days blend together? Like, is there like a like a lights out time? Like, <laughs> is it like a casino? Yeah, yeah. Like there's yeah. no windows is it like and a no casino? clocks and. People uh, smoking cigs inside. Just, yeah. just, just, <laughs> the show floor closes at a particular time. Tabletop free play usually stays open for a while. Uh, but then people are usually playing games back at the wow. hotel as well, like in lounges and at the bar and things like that. So it doesn't have to. Uh, but I do recommend that you get some sleep and you take a shower and refresh yourself. Or by the end of the last day, you'll be like, I am a, but a husk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, so I know for me, that was that was often uh, the case by the end of it. Um, my also my recommendation is usually get there a day early and leave the day after the convention ends instead of the day it ends, because it just gives you like one last night to, you know, organize everything you bought, pack it away carefully, go to a nice dinner with your friends and then leave in the morning trying to leave the last day of the con. Uh, like I have done it. I've done it both working cons and and uh, hobby hobby level uh but it is it's not fun <laughs> yikes yeah what did you guys decide to do now that i've judged it <laughs> well we booked it we booked dates till the end of the convention hotel, so. yeah well we have to go we have we have, we have not paid the full price the full premium yet yeah. so maybe we can adjust you might go. be able to but you guys also, can't like, i'm going back i don't know what you're saying <laughs> 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 also, I mean, th that's my, that, that's just my opinion, man. Uh, and uh, many people leave the last day of the con. So you, you'll be fine. It's just my, has become my preference when mm -hmm. affordable to stay right. yeah. the night of the final day of the con and leave the next morning. Right. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. No, uh, I think my, my, oh, what's your fear? Who had, it's, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was me and Silas, I think, left. Mm -hmm. um, I, so like when I think about this trip for me, there's part of me that's like, I mean, we're, uh, this is our podcast first time going, right? Um, and I don't, I just don't know. It's like, there's, there's plenty of people that we've built relationships with in the community, mm -hmm. just like online. And I don't know how, I don't know the faux pas, you know, I'm worried that I'm going to do something and like invite somebody to lunch and they're gonna be like, we don't really do that here. You know, like, and so, so just navigating kind of the social piece of it all. Yeah. Right. Um, and I don't want to take away, cause that's another thing is like, I don't want to take away from somebody else's experience, especially if they're doing their own thing. Right. Like, yeah. but for me, I, I'm really looking forward to meeting people, you know, like that, that are, that we've talked to. It's been years since we've, I felt like we've known them. Um, doing so this for about have two and you half told now. any of the people that you're going and like that you'd love to meet up? Truly, we have. I don't think we we haven't done any official announcement. I think this is kind of our official announcement. Right. Actually, yeah. it's pre pod. Guys, they're coming. Um, Get ready. Saddle up. <laughs> hey, we're going. They won't to Gen be my Con. problem anymore. So that's, I'm right. that's right. Can. 
Uh, if they get canceled, that's on them. No. <laughs> right. Actually, legit. We are uh, just separate entities here. But no, yeah. and we, we we plan on doing that. There definitely yeah. was like, okay, getting it out there. Who's coming? Like either a mass tweet or like yeah. direct messaging and be like, hey, we'd love to see you guys. I um, think the so I best guess. the best idea for you guys when it comes to like meeting your your listeners is setting some kind of meetup time like determine like figure out what you guys want to do with the show and then figure out like one afternoon or one night when you guys can meet out by the food trucks or like meet in the tabletop free play area but sometimes it's best if you like if you don't know how many people are gonna respond to that you might want to pick an area that is not like on the show floor where showrunners might be like hey uh you can't Scooch. sit here <laughs> right um right so fi- maybe pick somewhere outside or like find a bar uh that you know you'll be right. like we'll be at this bar from these from this time to this time please come on by uh and you know i've seen people do that to with with a lot of success and run their own like kind of meetup event that way uh right. and sometimes calling the bar ahead of time and being like hey so we're having a meetup we expect maybe like 30 people at some point they don't all have to be served at the same time just you know wanted to give you a heads up and sometimes people do like oh well, we could make a drink for you wow um, white Russians Amazing. for everybody. No, I don't. Right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, the worst drink in the world. Uh, it's just awful. Um, I, it comes to mind because when I was uh, when I was like just out of uh, out of college, we did. A- like what you're listening to? Catch the extended version of this pre-pod on the Basically More podcast by supporting us at any tier on our Patreon where you can access all previous Patreon pre-pods, early access to the Bangarang gang, and weekly extended pre-pods. Enjoy this benefit and more over at patreon.com slash basicallygoodpodcast. 